Hey, 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 welcome to My Chaotic Closet. I'm your host, Michelle, and today we're going to discuss Poshmark, so stay tuned. Happy Friday, guys. I hope you're having a great start to your weekend. It is pretty early here, Friday morning. It just just turned to 6 a.m. I've been up since just before 5 a.m., Long story short, my cat is a hunter, and at night he loves to sneak out the sliding glass door when I'm letting the dog in, and then just stay out all night, but then climb my screen around 4 a.m. to get back in. It is just the most annoying thing, but anyway, long story short, don't get a cat. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I thought I would discuss how to get the most for your items on Poshmark, because... I see this a lot. I see a lot of times items going for less than what they should go for, which is great for me if it's something I wanted to buy and I did get to buy it. But yeah, let's just discuss how to get like the maximum money for your item on Poshmark, how to make your listings, get the maximum visibility, all that stuff. Um, I want to make an episode about it. Side note, have you guys heard about this eight passenger stuff? I have to mention it. Like, I'm still just so blown away by all of it. I have to mention it. Uh, I like to try to include current events when I can (laughs) in this podcast. But basically this mom, her name is Ruby Frank, and she is right now being held in prison or getting ready to be in prison. I don't know if she's in jail. I think she's in prison um, waiting trial for abusing her four kids. Like not just like abusing them, but starving them they are all emaciated the whole thing is just crazy look it up eight passengers ruby frank frank with an e wow it is a rabbit hole that is just terrible but yeah it's crazy so look that up so let's get into today's topic how to get the most for the items we are listing i probably have gone over this in an episode in some shape or form but you know what we could all use a refresher even i could use a refresher so let's just get into it i'm gonna say the two most important things when it comes to your listing visibility getting views getting traffic are going to be your title and your photo your main photo your profile photo of the listing right your main listing photo those are the two most important i always try to This is just something I do kind of out of habit or I've learned to do is I will, after I select my main profile photo for the listing, I will go back and check my closet and see if I'm happy with it. I try to go from the buyer standpoint of like, is this something I might want to click on? Like, is that appealing? Is there anything I could do to change that? Do I need to change the background color? I do try to keep a pretty standard either white or I use my shag rug as the background for the listing. And I really like how the shag rug looks. If you go look at my closet, you can let me know. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But I will say, I sell plenty of the listings with the shag rug as the background. It's just like a tan, furry kind of rug. I love using it for shoes, especially because I think it makes the shoes look really nice. It's kind of a neutral tan color. And it's easy to list. I don't have to use photo room, which we will get into in a second um, when I'm using it, which can kind of throw shoes off. So there's like definitely some purpose behind why I do it. I don't do it just to do it. It's not just to be lazy. I do find that when I use photo room with shoes, a lot of times parts of the shoe are being cut off. 
unless you're like unless you have like a clear box you're sticking the shoe on and then using photo room it is very hard for me at least to make sure i'm getting like the full sole of the shoe i would have issues when i use photo room with shoes where it looks like the soles got damaged like people would even say something to me like is there something wrong with the sole and i'm like it's photo room you guys like it's photo room because the photo room has the app it takes out the entire background right so it's taking out the background of your photo and then making it white or whatever color you want and it just has issues with and it makes sense with this when the soul's touching the ground and then it's trying to like crop that and you know make parts of that white sometimes chunks of the soul get taken out and it's just not a good look so i personally for the most part not every single time but for the most part when i'm doing shoes i use the shag faux fur rug and i really really like how it looks i also have a minky blanket that serves the same purpose it's pretty much the same thing it's just in blanket form one's gray one's tan i do tend to use the tan one the most because i like how it looks i think it's a good contrast with most of the shoes and yeah that's just how i do it now, of course, stock photos are a great go-to when it comes to picking a main photo. The problem with stock photos, sometimes you can't sometimes you can't hunt them down. I just had this issue with the free people top. Like sometimes you just can't find that stock photo. And it's annoying, but that's reality. <laughs> this free people shirt, man, I was trying to find the stock photo for this thing hard. I'm like on ebay searching free people ribbed free people crochet free people button down free people pea green like i mean i'm just like going for every single aspect of this shirt because google image had failed me or google lens and like just no luck at all no luck at all so you know it is what it is was i super happy with my profile photo it's fine, but like I, I like the look of a stock photo, especially for a top. Uh, I think we can all agree it's nicer to see a top on a human body or a form because you kind of get the idea of how it fits. A top on a hanger is just not my favorite, but you know what? It's not always an option, and that is okay. So we just roll with it and pick the best one we can pick and go from there. Another issue with stock photos is that some brands will not let you use their stock photos and your listing will be removed. And as far as I know, you are not even notified when it's removed. Somebody correct me. I've had, I had like seven listings removed last month and I looked through my email. I didn't get a single email about this. I just can see by going to like my seller stats that I had seven moderator removed listings and it was like, be careful. And I'm like, what did I do? And what seven listings? I don't even know. And I really won't know until I go through my closet and try to figure out what items are not listed anymore. And that is a project in and of itself. What usually happens is every so often, like maybe once a month or so, I will go through my closet and just kind of, you know, try to see if there's anything missing. It's not a perfect system, but it is what it is. I will say that there are certain brands that most definitely do it more than others. Sugar Thrills, Any Dolls Kill brand, Actual Dolls Kill brand, uh, what's another one? Soft Surroundings. Those brands I, are the ones I've noticed take down the listings. Oh, and Motel Rocks, which is a Dolls Kill brand. So it's a lot of the dolls, or it's a brand sold at Dolls Kill. I don't know if it's just the Dolls Kill brand. So be careful with that. Another thing that maybe I should have listed before talking about profile photo 
was make sure your items are presentable. They are as cleaned as you possibly can get them or are willing to clean them. You know, if you're not willing to put that legwork in, don't expect to get as much money. It is what it is. Sometimes, sometimes I just, I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. With a pair of shoes, like, I'm, I just don't feel like doing an overnight soak or whatever. And I'm like, we're just going to... We're just going to put you out like you are. I still try to make it look as best as possible, but sometimes I don't feel like doing a deep clean and the item's still okay to, well, I think it'll still sell as is. But yes, make item as presentable as possible. It should still be generally clean and not stinky because these people are going to get the item in person eventually. <laughs> you know, like that's the whole point of this. So it needs to be presentable in all aspects. Uh... It's best to completely button up a shirt, to zip zippers, to uh, tuck pockets in, you know, make sure linings are smooth, steam the item, throw it in the dryer dryer if you're not willing to steam it, iron it, whatever you got to do to make this item presentable. When I tell you that a, a steamed blouse, as opposed to a blouse that is all wrinkled up and looks disgusting... Like, you can't even compare the two, okay? Like, the amount of money you're going to get just for that blouse being steamed four times over. No joke. I'm not even joke. I'm not even kidding. Like, the wrinkles are just, they aren't it. Did you guys just hear that noise? That was my cat. My cat is a psychopath. Just no words. I've had to, I've had to crop out, edit so many of these clips for this podcast because that cat is making the craziest noises there he goes again i cannot anyway moral of that story is do not get a cat absolutely do not get a cat they are the worst my cat's the worst does anybody want a cat okay so next we're going to go into photographing our item it is important to in my opinion try and use up all the photos you can on Poshmark at, at minimum like nine or ten per item. Now, certain items, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that every single listing I have up has like nine or ten photos, but the majority do, especially when it comes to like shoes or anything like that, where there's a lot of sides or angles to photograph. With certain things like a a shirt in perfect condition that's literally just a t-shirt, there's not a whole lot you can do to photograph that. Like. You can do a front photo, a back photo. I guess you could do a side photo if you're putting it on a mannequin. Uh, a graphic photo, if there, if that's a possibility. Uh, you could do a hem photo or like a stitch stitching photo. You can do a, what else do we got here? A tag photo, like brand tag, inside fabric photo. But I think you're going to have a hard time getting up to like the 9 or 10 mark you're probably only going to need like a solid six or seven on a t-shirt. So certain items you just don't need that many photos for. But when it comes to like shoes or anything like that, I say max out those photos. Like put a ton up, especially if it's a high price item. I also say do a video. Again, do I do a video on every single listing? I do not. But the video... You know, apparently, from what I'm hearing, the video will get you more traffic. It bumps your listing up. I don't know if that's just at the very beginning when it's listed or if it's, like, all the time. 
I do feel like the video does make somewhat of a difference when it comes to like getting likes and traffic and stuff like that. So yeah, include a little clip if you can. All right, so let's talk about title. Title is extremely important. There are several ways you can do your title. I pretty much do mine the same every time. So what we're going to start with is if it is new or new with tags, I'm going to put that at the very beginning, which is new or NWT for new with tags, or maybe both new, new with tags. That way, I in my thought process, if they're searching either one, they could find this item. So like new, new with tags, free people, whatever brand it is. Free People, Columbia, Patagonia, whatever brand you're listing, that's going to come right after the new thing. I do not personally put EUC or whatever, VGUC. I don't usually put that in the title of the item. I only put if it's newer, not new. Or, I mean, new with tags or new without tags. I put that in there. If it's not new, I just leave that out. And last but not least, let's make sure our items are sellable. These items should be in decent condition. They should be either vintage and cute vintage or a newer, trendier style. Of course, you can still try to sell that stuff like the No Boundaries stuff, old No Boundaries clothes. Like, I mean, you're going to see it all listed on Poshmark. And I'm sure if you check comps and like items that have sold, some of this has sold. But how long was it listed for before it sold? You probably don't know. I just think it's best to list stuff that's actually worth your time to list. And listing like old faded glory camisoles or stained up no boundaries t-shirts. Certain things just really probably are not worth your time to list and more than likely you're just going to sit for a while. So keep that in mind and you will have much success. Thanks for listening guys. Bye. Please, please subscribe to the podcast if you have not yet. Also leave us a rating and review and I will see you guys next week.